Rob Shooter looking fresh as always. Hello, hello, hello. I cool. actually have a little bit of makeup on. I'm doing some TV after this, and so that's why I have a little makeup. Not that I don't wear it on every day. You, you wouldn't wear makeup for me? Oh, that's a really good question. I would if you liked it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm my own woman. I dress for myself. <laughs> Not to please a man. Uh, how are you? Really good. Lovely life. I did Wendy yesterday, the Wendy Williams How's show. How's Wendy doing? She's so cool. That show is such a celebration. It's like, it's amazing. You turn up there and what you see on camera really happens off camera. So you walk in there, the staff are happy. We go, ooh, ooh. There's balloons everywhere. There's glitter everywhere. And it's really exciting because she shares the studio with Rachel Ray. Which couldn't be a different vibe. Do you vibe. smell Rachel Ray's food as you're in there? Or? I wish you did because she's. I mean, I've been on the Rachel show. Rachel Ray's awesome. It's very different from Wendy. It's right. not quite as hyper. And um, I was told a couple of weeks ago, Oprah was at Rachel to tape her 100, 250,000 episodes. Because Oprah created Rachel and, Ray. Um, yeah, Oprah created it. And so I was told that like the whole street, including the staff of Wendy, were all looking out the window to see the great O. It was like a really great sort of As if the princess of, of Narnia <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, well, the princess of T- TV or the Queen, no princess. Yeah. The Queen of TV had arrived on 26th Street, and uh, I heard that the whole street was sort of like in awe, including Wendy of Oprah. What's that? So, how, how about this? We've been talking about it for a few weeks. Justin Timberlake was finally announced as Pepsi's Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and I said too uh, a couple of weeks ago here on this podcast that he was going to have his friends, maybe even Jimmy Fallon, participate. Right. They did the announcement together. So, this is kind of. So, think, you're kind of. I think he, I've got this right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not wrong yet until after the Super Bowl. Do you think uh, JLo? still trying to get that no, halftime spot. No, but I spot. think she wanted it. It was between J-Lo and Justin. Justin got it. He's going to have an album coming out um, about the same time. Yep. He's going to get his, um, his his big friends involved in it. But what I've told... And his tour... I'm go- told he's not NSYNC and not going to be there. I can see that. And so... The- you got 12 minutes. 12 minutes. He's got enough singles now to do 12 minutes. Like He's got the biggest hits now as yeah. a solo artist. He doesn't need to do to do that. I was, I was looking on Billboard, and after the announcement, Billboard did Justin's top 10 greatest songs. None of them are in sync. Right. I forgot how many hits this guy had, and I love that. I've got the feeling. Ooh, yeah. I love that song. From Trolls. And I love Suit and Tie and Cry Me a River. How about this? So Justin is pretty much just owning NBC, so the end of November, he has a Trolls animated like holiday special are on. With Anna Kendrick, so he's on NBC. Are they going to replay the movie, or is it a brand new movie? Brand new, just for the holidays. Just made for TV? Just made for TV, so he has that on NBC, and then a month later, he has the Super Bowl. Is that on NBC this year? Yep, that's on NBC as well. That's why Jimmy Fallon did the announcement with him. And they're best friends. So I was told, too, that some of the guys from NSYNC did actually contact him. Of course, Lance and and Joey. Well, Lance probably just wants tickets. Yeah. (laughs) That's a little mean. No, no, no. Lance Lance (laughs) and Joey want on stage. I don't think it's going to happen. Like... I think the Janet rumors are delicious that she's going to happen, not going to happen. Not happening It's at Justin's all. moment, and he's earned it. He's a superstar. It was over a decade ago he did it. You know, he's done it three times. I know, I know. We, but this will be epic. But and this I is think, the first time it will be by himself. And and, he, and that's a really important note to make. So if you hear those rumors out there that, that Janet's joining him or NSYNC are joining him, trust your friend Rob Shooter. It's not true. This and trust Garrett, too. Show. I mean, you can trust Rob Shooter, but also well, trust really, me, too. You probably should trust you more. <laughs> I, I, I laughed, too, because he was talking about the tickets and who he he'd have to give tickets to and he's really f- good friends with Steph Curry I don't right. know who that is a uh, basketball yeah. player he's really good friends with Jimmy as we said and he was talking about my goodness I don't know like so I only get allocated a certain amount of tickets how will I decide to, who to give them to and he's like why am I kidding myself my wife's friends are going to get them all yeah so, of like, course Jessica Beale is going to control that box talking of tickets um, a friend of mine from Colbert told me that when Colbert did the Emmys he invited and paid for his entire staff Class. to fly to LA 
put them in hotels, paid for taxes, and got them tickets to the Emmys. It was over 200 people that he did this for. Class. So it wasn't just like, because sometimes in companies, and it's happened to me, maybe you, Garrett, when, when the boss does something great, they just give like, tickets to the top three people. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't invite the entire company. I was told, like, everyone from, from the people on air, because of course, John Baptiste and the people right. in the band, but he was like, no, no, no. The stage manager, the sound the guy, assistant. the assistant, the person that runs the scripts, the person that yeah. does the billing in Team the effort. office. He invited and paid for 200 people. It's something to, that's so cool. something to say about a show that's doing so well and kind of just saying a thank you. Yes, but he paid out of his own pocket. But that's what I'm the saying. The show didn't pay because the show is doing well. You think when a show is doing really well, the show would pay. He paid out of his own pocket. And I thought about it like I had a little retreat, a naughty gossip retreat. Yeah. And I didn't really take everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just sort of took the three or four people I like. No, no, I like them all. <laughs> but like I didn't, like, and I don't have 200. Now you're starting to fight at the office. <laughs> but I probably have like about seven or eight. If I have more, I'm terribly sorry. Raise your hand. But like I didn't pay for everybody. And I was like, I'm going to be inspired. I can't fly people to LA to watch the Grammys or the Emmys, but I am going to have like a naughty gossip dinner for the entire office. I think that's I great. Think it might be 20 of us, but I'm going to pick up a check. We're going to go somewhere cheap. <laughs> and like 20. Arby's. Arby's. Listen, that's too expensive. You're pushing the boat out. Uh, let's talk. Speaking of CBS, let's talk about Survivor. Uh, I love it. Once only beautiful people. Yeah, so this is so. So what happened with Survivor? Seems a little sexist. It does, but what they figured out, and it's a horrible fact of life sexy TV do you sales. Watch, do you, have I you love watched it. I didn't watch it this week, but I do watch it. I story after you're done. And so um, they've decided now that they get the best ratings when people are in bikinis or in their underwear. Isn't that uh, America's Next Top Model? Basically now. So I I told the casting people for next season, I know somebody on it. Right, yeah. He's a model, and he wasn't. He didn't apply. They found him. Of course, they did. And I was like, "How did this happen?" He was like, "Now, Survivor are literally the casting directors are reaching out to models and really good-looking guys and girls to ask them to do the show because they figured out sexy people on a beach half naked is going to be good for do them." Do you need a sip of water? Thank you, Australian. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, Survivor at this point is just like a uh, badge of honor. Uh, you've at least applied for it. It's like the law and order of. <laughs> television. Right, right, You've right, been right. on at some point. But uh, this season, there's a guy named Dr. Mike on the show. Oh, yes. He's a little scrawny. Yes, little, I like him. Yep. He actually was up here last week. He was visiting uh, the radio station. So we were talking, and I said, what's the most interesting thing about being on that island? He said, an aqua dump. Oh, that's where you poop in the water. That's where you poop in the water, Ooh. and you you go out. You you try to go out alone, but people, you know, when when you veer off on the island, people they, always follow oh, you. They're suspicious they're because watching. everyone's always suspicious right. that you're the going idol, to do something. something. But he goes, you really want to get alone? You go out for an aqua dump because no one's going to follow you oh. because you know when it's you wash up on the leg. Well, yeah, it's going to wash up, and you have to go according to the current, or else you're swimming in your own poop. Oh, uh, but he says, here's the interesting thing too with uh with survivor so they have the immunity idol that's hidden on the island you can go look for it but if you don't have a camera crew you'll never find it so you might find it without a camera crew but you technically according to television you never found it you have to rebury it and re-look for it they'll rebury it and or you could hide it but there's a chance that someone else will find it where you hid it so that's why so anytime you want to go look for it, now there's a way to play this. You can go out and look for it on your own and then hide it right. and then go look for it again with a camera right. crew. Or if you're confident you know where it is, you have to quietly go, hey, Jim, cameraman, cameraman sound guy, follow me, follow me quietly. Uh, so they have to they have to quietly 
Go out that makes total sense. And, and get people. So you can't be like, hey, I'm, I'm going over that here now. That makes total sense. Because they don't have, they all don't have an individual camera guard. Correct. There's like five cameras to each. Only to, a few. To each 12. Yep. And so they share cameramen. And so, oh, so if they So the camera crew even told them, they go, and the director, yeah. they said, you can go, you can go look for it. Yep. That's, that, that's fine. But if, but you, if find you find it, it. You didn't find it. You didn't find it at all. And, and it's interesting. So when once uh, the other thing we learned from Dr. Mike is once he gets out to the island, all the contestants, they're forced to stay in a tent before they start the show. Oh. So they don't stay in a hotel. They so so they kind of get acclimated to just staying in. Oh, so when we see them on the boat pulling up to the island, then they get off the boat and they sit in a tent for a day yep. while they get everything ready. So they get they get uh they get uh uh, checked for any health problems and they do physicals and there's 18 people and a physical takes like an hour or so an hour, right. uh, an hour and change so that's pretty much an entire a day, day and a half in a, tent. a day and a half oh, so of physicals so we see them jump off the boat and then the next thing we know they're on their tribe beach in between the boat and the beach yep. there's a tent oh, and a nice tent with yeah, water yeah, and food yeah, and well, just right. like where Jeff, Jeff Prost stays yes. in his hotel and so they know each other oh they, they know each other well they're quarantined in tents that's why they're quarantined in tents, so they're not allowed to like mingle and whatever. But are they individual tents? Yeah, tents? individual tents. I see. So there's 12 tents or 24 yeah. tents set up. So, the, and uh, you're allowed, you know, Dr. Mike said he read a book and, uh, but... Wow, you, if he you, read a book he was there for a day. I mean, yeah, I'm a very oh, slow well, that's the thing. a week. That's the thing, because the physicals take an hour and change, so, so there's 18 tent, contestants. But you can look at the tent next to you and give you a wink or give you a nod, so even though right. they're quarantined, I'm like... But, but gotcha. you're still not talking. Right, right, right. No, but I, you can still you and I can wink all day like we do right now during the podcast, but what do we know? What does that mean, though? You are cute. You know you're cute. I would you say you're handsome or cute, Garrett? I would go cute. I think you're cute. What about you? I think I'm handsome. Well, you're more distinguished, I think. I'm big I, th I, I think you take away the British accent, you're cute. Oh, oh, see, now I sound like Scar from The Lion King, yeah. which makes me a little bit more sinister. Hey, you know who I saw walking around uh, this area that where we're uh, recording this podcast? Uh, I guess they're bromances, and there's actually a story, too, about him uh, being the face of Calvin Klein, but Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. This bromance? They, they, they uh, celebrated the weekend together right down the block. Did they, were they holding hands? Like? Uh, no, uh, Ryan Reynolds had a bag as if they went to probably one of those juice stores or whatever, right. and Jake Gyllenhaal lives around the corner. They're like so. besties. They're yeah. besties. Uh, I have a great story uh, and naughty gossip my website about Jake is now the, f the face of Calvin Klein fragrance but that's not exactly what they wanted they wanted him to be the new Justin Bieber they wanted him to be the, the, the underwear, the underwear model and he wouldn't do it like Jake too a little distinguished tall, or, or I think maybe like, I mean he's got an Oscar nomination and so he wouldn't do it so it, like he just wouldn't drop his pants which I think I early on in the career before Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> became you know uh, uh, at, at least uh, an award winner doing these great movies <laughs> I can see you doing it. It's I think, uh, but he said no to Calvin Klein. It's like he's so iconic. If somebody asked me to be the Calvin Klein guy, it's not going to happen. But if they did, at first I'd laugh, and then I'd be like, "Oh my god, yeah." He turned it down. He but, said, "I don't." But want think to do about it. it. Like if if you're you're the serious actor, would you want to be known as the underwear model? Right, guy? right, right. But if, if, I, I love too that Ryan Goslin was offered People Magazine's Most Beautiful issue the yeah. cover and he passed he, said, he, he seems it. like uh, ryan ryan gosling to me seems like the guy that really like you could offer him the world and then some he'll take a simple sandwich yeah, at mcdonald's and so, uh, chicken nuggets Calvin Klein and underwear. Yeah. i had lunch with callan lutz know him from the yep, twilight from the twilight hunky 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 guy and he was the calvin klein model and he told me for christmas he's a very religious guy he's a, he's a very grounded and god's a big part of yep. his life he told me for christmas his mother 
bought his Calvin Klein underwear to give to his brothers. But uh, what? I know, it, it, it's oh, a little awkward. It is. And then they said when they unwrapped it, it wasn't even his face on the box. It was his belly button to his thighs. <laughs> so it was just a, literally a big bulge. He was a, he was a be- belly button was, model. Yeah, and a big, well, big bulge there. And so he said, like, at Christmas Day with Grandma and the family and everybody and cousins, the brothers, his five brothers or something, unwrapped this Christmas gift. And it was just like a dick looking at them. And they were like, <laughs> not only was it just a penis, it was their Merry brother's Christmas. penis. And he was like, Mom! Can you imagine? Like, Mother! And she had no idea, this sweet lady. Gro- like, growing up for the holidays, did uh, did your mom ever get you socks and underwear? Yes. Yeah, my, my, yeah mine, did. mine did too. I, I had but a it st- wasn't like, I didn't like, it was like Marks and Spencer's underwear. And he didn't have a model on the front. No, no, not at all. Balls. Not like that. Not at all. Yeah, but but I'm saying, it, it was it was always that awkward <laughs> gift where it was like, oh, Socks well. is better than a, like, I could do socks. No, like, it would be socks and underwear but in underwear, one box. mother. Well, I, I, I get it. You know, if your brother was the, if your brother if your, you know, was the Calvin no, Klein yeah, model. I would pass. No, I would. Would you see, I'd walk past and he said like, and they live on a farm. Like, they're really, really this lovely family, this sweet family. And they live on a farm. And he said, on the the farm they have one billboard like they rent out a comfort <laughs> and it was his crotch and he said like it was enormous like 40 you feet would tall. get my christmas gift if that was the case <laughs> if my if my brother or sister ever gave me underwear with them on it i would i would say uh, uh, right right to rob i, so loud I have a guy me. that he, would love this he was a great guy he's also doing do you know jeffrey bean the clothing company yep he's the spokesperson for them and they give a hundred percent of their profits to to cancer research oh, to wow. sloan kettering and so it was a lunch really about that and as respectful as i was trying to be for the whole like cancer <laughs> So everybody's and talking about they're that. They're all talking about like, like cancer and helping and how can we raise money and it's all really... So tell me about your important. penis. And I was like, what? You? And do you know how I did it? Because in the lunch he got up to go to the bathroom and I saw his underwear and I was like, yeah. oh, he still wears Calvin Klein even though he's not the model. And then all I could think about... you got to think he has free underwear. He has I enough free underwear him, for life. Just, after talking about his mother and his penis and like... You, and had, you just, had to move on. You had had to, to, Rob Shooter has morals. He's talking about stem cell research. They're talking about <laughs> saving life and People like survive. But if you do run into him, that's a great question to ask him. Do you have underwear set for life? Do you, like Justin Bieber's people told me Justin didn't. Yeah, he got free underwear when he was the model. But then after that too, you're the guy that keeps asking for. You're the Lance Bass that likes right. the annoying. Like no, yeah. no. Like because Justin wouldn't ask. Lance probably would. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that. I think they would gift him, and he would pass it off to Lance. Uh, Lance <laughs> would want. Yeah, sorry, Lance. Lance. So what uh, else? All right, uh, New Jersey housewives. These two words, please don't go together. New Jersey house. No, real housewives and White House. Why? Why is that a headline? <laughs> Andy Cohen is saying. So recently, the first, the two first ladies. Do we have that? We've never had a president. I think. Oh, Ronald Reagan was divorced. Yes. So this president's had three marriages. Trump's had three yep. marriages. Um, the first wife, Ivanka. Ivana, Ivana, and the last wife, Melania, got in a little bit of spat when the first wife said she was really the real first lady, and Melania was sort of angry about it. Now Andy Cohen is saying, telling friends that he would love to have a reunion of the two wives. Of course he would. And it'd be brilliant. Sit down on the couch, Melania... Ivana, maybe we'll throw in Marla Maples. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why, not? And why not? She did dancing and with so the then stars. We'll have, so Andy Cohen on a couch with the first wives of the White House is a show that I don't think it will ever happen. Although the first wife would probably do it because she's 
plug in the book oh, and like yeah. loves the publicity. I'm not sure Melania. But would technically, do she's not the first wife, though. If you think about no, it, which what she's saying, she said, "Well, she's the first wife. She might not be the first lady, but she was definitely the first." She wife. was the first wife, but not the first lady. Right, but but she's, she's taking advantage of the word "first wife." She is and turning it she into is. the but presidency. With the Trumps, we can't talk about advantage today. Of course, they're selling Halloween hats for forty-five dollars. Oh. I love it. Make so Halloween that, great make again. Halloween. But anyone that's going to sell. Donald Trump should not be selling hats with an orange ghoul on them. Like, I'm just... It's an orange ghoul. And love him or hate him, we can still make fun of his... Like, uh, what he looked like. It means Donald yeah. Trump. So it just made me laugh out loud this morning. Like, his family are selling these hats. I was like, so so are they pumpkin hats or are they're they hats, hats. Of, hats of but, his but face? But they say, make America great on the side, but it's a pumpkin on the top. But for, it, like, honey, he can make so much money from being president. <laughs> genius. It's genius. I mean, his face and the pumpkin are both orange, so I don't know it's if... It's an orange ghoul. Yeah. And so, like, I love the selling these hats. But uh, Andy Cohen wants to do the first All first right. Wife. So we talked about what, whether or not we think the demise of American Idol is going to happen when it just gets started in the new year. And they've only been at it for about a month and a half. And Katy Perry, Lionel Richie already not getting yeah, along. it's not going so well. What's happening with Idol is the whole show has been based around Katy Perry's schedule. Her tour schedule, yeah. And so when yeah. she's in New York doing uh, her concerts at the Garden, they actually do the auditions for the Idol show at the Garden. Right, they were when down in uh, New Orleans yeah, last New week. Orleans, and in New Orleans... The ho- Lionel and Luke had to schlep to New Orleans for Katie, and when Katie wasn't on stage or doing sound checks, she was doing Idol. Yeah. So I think that Lionel, and he is a legend. I mean, it's Lionel Richie. He's a Dancing le- on the ceiling. He wrote We Are the World with Michael Jackson. He like, corrupted like, Mariah Carey's New Year's like, Eve performance. A, he was not him. <laughs> this is like a legend. So Lionel's sort of like, I'm schlepping around following Katie Perry, yeah. like, a, like a roadie or a fan. And so I think this has caused, or I know it's caused a little bit of tension in their relationship. And so Lionel and and Katie are not are not getting along that great. And I think if the, the three judges don't have chemistry, I think that shows are done. We'll wait and see. I mean, he is a professional and so is she, so maybe they can pull it off. But I do think, too, in any job, think about this, for, if any job, three equals and one is a little bit more equal, it never really works. It worked for friends. You know what I right. mean? Like but they, they all, all got paid the same. But they all came together and said, hey, this is what we need to do. Yeah, but, but they all got paid the same. You're right. And they weren't filming it on Jennifer's house. Like, Jennifer was right. a star of film. But they weren't, weren't, you know, I can't think of an example of three people. It's really tricky. Kelly and Ryan are a good fit because they're, they're equal pay or equalish pay. Yeah. And they're equalish celebrities. You know, you can't put next to Kelly Ripper, like uh, Jerry O'Connell, who I love, but she's earning 10 million and he'll, he'll earn 1 million. Yeah. She's the boss. Or a so step you, teacher from yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, totally. It's fun for one episode. So I think you've got to find Kathleen Hoda are really successful because they both are sort of like equal celebrities. They are. And so I, I think with Idol, you got you, there's no harmony between these three. Right. And I think that, you know, the original Idol, Paula, Simon and Randy were all sort of the same. Paula's career was over. We didn't know Simon. We didn't know all Randy. All unknowns, really. All unknown, them. really. I mean, Paula had a career in the 80s, but sort of, so they, they like, it worked because the three of them were equals. You know, whenever I've taped a TV show, I've been on a panel. If the three of us on the panel aren't sort of equal stature, it doesn't work. Once I was on this panel for the royal wedding, for Kate Middleton's right. wedding, and um, is this the one Co- where you got cut? Joan Collins was on the panel, and she hit, like, but it's me and like two of the bozos <laughs> and Joan Collins. It was not a panel. It was the Joan Collins show in her mind. In did, my mind, it was mine. Did you hear that uh, while Katy Perry was in New Orleans uh, doing an Idol, she, she I guess she was staying in like a Ritz Carlton, and her and her tour mates, I loved it, crashed the wedding. It. But if she'd been smart, she would have crashed the wedding with. Lyle 
Lionel and Luke. Yep. So it just they're not hanging out after the show. So after I don't see them hanging out. Like, but I think you should. Like, when you start a show, when you got to build that chemistry. Yeah. When, like, we hang out. We have a drink. We go out together. We, we yeah. play. Like the reason this podcast works is we're friends and we get you get on the nerves. But we're, like we're equal partners. Out of love. It, even though it's the Rob Schroeder podcast. Out but, of love. But, but like I, I don't know. Think about it at work. Think about your friends at work. Think about the people that you hang out with. It's got to be some sort of equality. If one's the boss, if one has a little bit more... My sister Betty has more money than me. She's a monster. So whenever <laughs> I'm in London or Britain, it's always Sister Betty that decides where we eat or it's always Sister Betty whose house we have to go to at Christmas because she's the rich one. Drives me insane. What I'm saying is uh, in life and work... Find equality and it's better. And I think Katy Perry, the mistake was giving her 25 million. They didn't have yep. to do it. And Lionel's getting seven. I'm like, enough. No wonder he's mad. And Luke Bryan's probably getting hardly anything. Yeah, hi, Luke. I keep forgetting these on the show. So uh, you, did you see the Harry, Sto- uh, Harry Styles story? Someone of, grabbed his penis. Yeah, grabbed Someone, his penis. I read a story this morning on Naughty Gossip. It's coming from my London office. Somebody in London filed Ooh. the story. And they're saying that they're probably doing it as a press stunt, but it's brilliant. Already, Harry Styles' people have reached out to Lloyds of London to get insurance for his crotch. So, like, How much would his crotch go for? They said a million dollar insurance. But you know, like, with supermodels, That's a lot for a insurance crotch. their legs. Yeah. Talk about your own. <laughs> like, like, supermodels insurance their legs, or, like, you know, someone insured their hair once Mariah Carey right. insured her voice. I've told now, like, Lloyds of J-Lo London. J-Lo and her booty. Yeah, booty. And I was like, uh, this morning, it's an exclusive on Naughty Gossip. Check it out. And it's about Harry, Car- Car- Harry Styles' people wanting to insure his crotch. Yeah, no one's uh, no one's insuring <laughs> Harry Connick Jr.'s penis. All right. And on that note, uh, let's go off and insure our own crotches. Love you, love uh, you. Well, uh, we enjoy each, we'll enjoy each other. Yeah, we'll turn off the mic and we'll insure our own. <laughs> love you, Rob love you. Shooter, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening on iHeartRadio.